strategic marketing to re-innovate and grow your business. It's Get the Memo with your host, Matt Maudlin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Get the Memo Podcast. This is episode number 27. If you've been listening to even just a few of these, you probably have begun to recognize that a lot of the topics that I like to speak about are influenced by conversations that I have with people the previous week. And this one is really no different. I might have caught your attention by the title of this particular episode because this is the title of three conversations I had this past week. You know, why is my social media and blogging not working? And of course, I kind of being a little bit of a smart aleck, I always had to follow up and say, well, what do you mean it's not working? You can't get on Facebook or your article, you can't find, figure out how to post it on your website. No, 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 that's not what I mean. I mean, when I say it's not working, I mean, it's not getting us new clients. And then I say, ah, okay, I get it now. Well, and then I have to explain, you know, the majority of us probably would not get most of our clients from social media and blogging. That's just a fact. And the way I would describe it is thinking that you're going to get clients from social media and blogging is like being on one side of the wall and shooting arrows over the wall, hoping that you're going to hit your target at the on the other side. That's really what it's like. Because in my mind, social media and blogging, that's not the purpose of those tools necessarily. The key with those tools are really trying to develop relationships, help people to learn more about themselves, as well as help people learn more about you. That's really what that's about. And it checks a box for people that, oh, it looks like he's an expert at this or, or yeah, that's right. I need to be doing this. You know, they start thinking about things, but the majority of the people that I speak with don't say that blogging or social media is the way they get the majority of their clients. When I ask people, What is the way you get the majority of your new clients? Most people tell me referrals. And yet, we continue to spend the majority of our budgets on everything but trying to get more referrals. So if you're listening to this podcast and you look at your marketing budget, including people, I want to ask you what percent of your marketing budget would you say is dedicated to helping you get more referrals? Think about the time that you invest in direct mail, in your website, in social media, in email marketing, in blog writing, white papers, you name it. What percent of that is dedicated towards referrals? Because referrals are probably where you get the majority of your business. So there's a ton of things that you could be doing to help you get more referrals. And I want you to spend some time this week thinking a little bit more about that. Today I want to give you just one quick tip to help you get more 
referrals. And that is looking at your existing clients. One of the conversations that I had this week on this topic, I asked the person, how many clients do you have currently? And she said she had over 300 clients. And so I explained, I said, you've got to think about it in this way. You've got 300 people who have enough trust in you and enough confidence in what you're doing that they're willing to give you money. And it sounds like they've been willing to give you money for quite some time. What we need to do is divide those into three buckets. Divide all 300 into three different categories. The first category is which of those clients do you have a strong enough relationship with that if you reached out to in the right way, asking for help with referrals, they would give it to you. And I'll explain that right way in a second. The second bucket is you have great relationships with this group of clients, but not yet do you have a position with them where you can ask for referrals. Maybe it's been a while since you've talked with them, things like that. And then lastly, group of clients that, yeah, you're not really close to that kind of relationship. And so what you do is you put it together a strategy for each of those three categories. The lowest hanging fruit is obviously the list of people that you wrote that you said, yeah, I could probably connect with them and get a referral. So what you do is you reach out to them and there's a variety of ways to reach out to them. Email, phone call, note cards, asking them for coffee. There's so many different ways to do it, but how you do it is real simple. You just say to them, look, we've been working together for a long time and I can't tell you how much I appreciate your business and people like you are who I like to help and I'm looking to help more people like you. And I was wondering if you knew of other people that I could talk to to see if I could potentially be a good fit for them as well. Or if you potentially know someone who may know other people, I'd love an introduction to them as well. So how long would it take you to put together a message like that and send it? By email, by a note card, by a phone call. It would take you just maybe a couple of minutes. Very similar to the amount of time it would potentially take you to post something on social media. But which one of those two do you think is the shortest distance to new clients? Obviously, it's the client contact who already knows and likes and trusts you. You may get two or three names out of that email, whereas you just get chirping crickets with the other. Think about these kinds of things in the strategic way. Now, the second bucket, group of people that you probably have a good relationship with, but you're not yet in a position you're comfortable sending an email like that or calling them or asking for coffee like that, develop a strategy around them. That might mean finding ways to creatively reach out to them, offer them something. That could be sending them happy birthday cards. That could be um, offering to make an introduction for them. That could be uh, recognizing something personal that's happened to them recently, like a, like a child who graduated from college, or um, it could be commenting on things 
related on their social media. Um, anything you can do to continue to foster the relationship in a deeper way so that they then reciprocate. Once you get them to begin to reciprocate and communicate in a similar manner, you're now getting to the point in your relationship where you could probably send them a similar message to what you did with bucket number one. Now, bucket number three, those are the ones that you have the least amount of relationship with, but they're not ones that I would suggest you ignore. They're the ones you need to be investing in now for the future. Okay, so that's a strategy. That's a strategy to get new clients. That is, that's relationship marketing. That's referral marketing. Okay, so when people tell me, you know, social media doesn't work, or why doesn't social media work, or why doesn't blogging work, I always, <laughs> I always chuckle a little bit and I say, well, you know, you have to explain to me what you mean by doesn't work. And they always go back to, well, it doesn't bring me new clients. And so you really have to think and don't give in to the pressure of what you see your competition doing, but you have to be strategic for you, for your business and think, where is it that I always get most of my clients and am I doing everything I can do to invest in that? That's my charge for you this week. I want you to give some thought to that. I hope that helps you. And again, we're all about being strategic at Memo. And when you're ready to be strategic with your marketing, you need to get the memo. This has been Get the Memo Podcast. For show notes and more articles to help you grow your business, visit memomarketinggroup.com.